Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week, we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations, and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. I'm Tony. I'm Peggy. And we are two RV industry veterans who travel part-time in a small trailer looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts. (laughs) Change it every time. Yes, we do. Well, why not? You know, it's the same words, different speaker. Yeah. Oh, man. Christmas is upon us. It is. It is. It is. It is. We thank you all for being here and hope that you are enjoying the holidays, all the holidays that you celebrate. Yes, indeed. Wish you out there just that you're spending time with your favorite people doing your favorite things and yes. and enjoying the traditions that so many, you know, we there are certain traditions that just make this time of year special and I hope you're able to enjoy those fully. Indeed. We've been going on about this, and you still have about a week left to take advantage of it. That's right. We have a special discount for Harvest Host membership. Yes, it's a 20% discount. And what Harvest Host is, is it's a way to basically camp for free at businesses of all sorts, including wineries and breweries and museums and golf courses and things like that. Right. It's an annual membership that right now is 20% off. Right. So normally we have a discount that's 15% off, but until the end of 2021, which is just a couple of weeks away. Oh, it's a week away. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's true. That's true. You have about a week to get a 20% discount instead of a 15% discount. So that is on our website, on our deals and discounts page. Whatever it says on there, just know if it's 2021, your discount will be 20%. That's pretty doggone good. Yeah. Doggone. It's like a little bit of a Christmas present. For yourself or for someone else if you want. It would make a great gift for a camper. And just expands. You know, there's so much talk of overcrowding campgrounds and such. And this is a great way to get around that because you're boondocking at places that are destinations. Now, it is good to know that you need a self-contained camper. Right. Absolutely. Like you can't tent camp. You can't car camp. You have to have your facilities self-contained. They don't have power. They don't have water. They don't have dump stations. Correct. None of those things. But they are experiential. So in other words, right. they're pretty darn cool. Yes, absolutely. So check it out. Yeah. This week, we're talking things to do at Christmas camp. That's right. So if you are going camping over the Christmas weekend, Christmas holiday, or even if you're not, these things aren't exclusive to camping, no. but there are some things that are more difficult to do when you're camping. So we leave those off the list and we talk about the things that are easy and yeah. and super fun to do while you're at camp over Christmas. Now we're recording this earlier than we normally do in the week. Because we are going to be leaving kind of right after we're done recording (laughs) for our own Christmas camping. We go camping at the beach every year on Christmas. It's our thing. We've lost a lot of our fellow campers because they moved out of California. (laughs) We have. We had up to about 16 people a couple of years ago. And now we are down to this year three. Yeah. (laughs) Tony and I and our friend Manya. So it'll be a quiet camp. 
well not quiet because we're kind of loud together but (laughs) if you haven't heard by the way we are also moving out of california right yes so So, by next year we'll have some traveling to do to get to the coast for christmas that's (laughs) for sure so if you are curious about that you can hit us up on our various socials we'll share more about it but essentially we have plans to move to new mexico right closer to the rv industry but not so close that not so close to the coast (laughs) and not so close to snow right that's true not as close as snow true all right so what's our very first christmas camp activity so a christmas camp activity that's probably especially fun with kids although I've done this with just adults. Yeah. (laughs) Is to put together a little sort of an Easter egg hunt. And obviously it's not Easter, it's Christmas. But if I say Easter egg hunt, you understand what I mean. You can hide little maybe ornaments or, you know, for adults, maybe little airline bottles or something around camp. What are you trying to say? (laughs) Just hide some things around camp when the kids aren't looking You know, there's a lot of like ornaments that are at the dollar store that are very sturdy. And so if one gets lost, it's not a big deal, but they they don't break very easily. So those are nice things to hide and just hide them around camp and then let the kids run out and run around. Yeah. Well, right. Or adults. You could have like a tree with no decorations and then people do like the Easter eggy type of thing. And that's how you decorate the tree. Yeah. The Christmas egg. Yeah, Christmas egg. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that would be super fun to do. And next time when we have more than three people, maybe we'll Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Somebody has to hide the ornaments. Right. Well, because there is no Christmas bunny. (laughs) Right, exactly. Another thing that we have done, and we love doing this... We go to the dollar store and buy a bunch of... Like little Well, mailboxes. one year we had little tin mailboxes or little boxes that look like a package, but small and sturdy box. And then all kinds of candy and ornaments and toys and stuff like that. And we would fill these mailboxes. And then after dark, we would sneak around the campground and leave them on people's doorsteps. Yeah, so in the morning, people were, it was fun. We, we got up and watched. People would get up and open, they're like, what in the heck? And then they opened them and there's little surprises. And little then we would go for a walk whatnot. and then if we caught somebody out there looking, we'd be like, oh, did Santa come to your house? <laughs> come to yeah. your trailer? <laughs> now, admittedly, the last time we did this is before COVID. Correct, right. And I recommend, we, we actually did this one time with gingerbread houses yeah. <laughs> and <So>. we wouldn't <laughs> I, <laughs> that was weird I really didn't know you know I mean we just decorated them and then we didn't know what to do yeah and- so there's a whole bunch of us we <laughs> decorated we each got our it was like a competition yeah and so we had a gingerbread house decorating competition among our friends and then at the end of the night we're like well what do we do with these so so we, <laughs> we put them on people's around. picnic tables yeah. all over the campground so they woke up the next day <laughs> with gingerbread houses that had been out overnight right and we thought oh what a cool decoration but <laughs> we saw i saw kids eating them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah kids were eating them obviously we wouldn't do that during covid and yeah. and honestly i'm not sure i'd let my kid eat something that was sitting on a picnic yeah, table overnight like, hey, but- <laughs> 
<laughs> Where did that come from? Hey, kids, want to eat that? But the dollar store <laughs> mailbox things, we, you know, it was all like wrapped hard candies and stuff like that. So it wasn't so like, it's kind of more like Halloween, you know, it's not so sketchy. Like, what, uh, where did this food come from? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that was, I was odd to me that so many kids were eating those gingerbread houses. Their parents were just like letting them. It's like, yeah. hey, random left out overnight, but but whatever. And I mean, there was nothing wrong with them. They, you know, they were fine. It might have been a little soggy after being outside on the coast all night. <laughs> I'm surprised the seagulls didn't get them. Right. Out. So anyway, you know, maybe go back to the fill a mailbox or a little box or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and don't be leaving gingerbread houses all yeah, over. Yeah, maybe not. But it's still fun. But I it mean, was fun and to the do. Decorating the gingerbread houses was a whole lot of fun. Right. So that's actually another item on our list is to decorate gingerbread campers. You can do houses, of course, but there are also a lot of places I've seen that have a kit that is a trailer instead of a house. Yeah, gingerbread trailer. Yeah. And it's actually, I mean, you get a bunch of adults together. They get creative. Yeah, some of Ooh. these people, it's and like, competitive. Wow. <laughs> and some of these things are sturdy. Yeah, that's a fun thing to just do. And then, of course, you have some gingerbread to eat. Yeah, if you like gingerbread, this is, you know, you can eat <laughs> your own gingerbread trailer. Right. So another idea is a lot of people take a cornhole game with them and that game is already kind of in a triangle shape. Yes, it right? is. So if you just decorate it to look like a Christmas tree, you got a whole new game. Yeah, a whole, <laughs> a whole new, new game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cornhole Christmas tree. Another game that my friend Tracy told me about is you can build, like maybe get a tall, narrow box and have the kids decorate it to look like a chimney. Yeah. And then use your cornhole bags or some little stuffed animals or Santas or something. Elves a, on the shelves. <laughs> yes. A different kind of a beanbag toss where you try to get the bags or whatever into the chimney. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Another thing, if you sing well, campground caroling. How fun, right? But if you don't sing well. Also fun. How much better is that? <laughs> we used to do an yeah. event every year here with our local theater company. We called Crappy Christmas Caroling. It was a fundraiser and we would go to people's houses and they would pay us to leave. <laughs> yeah, that, the whole idea wasn't, it was a fundraiser. Yeah. Yeah, people would pay us not only to leave, but also also, they would pay us to go to like someone else's house. Right. Like, you could pay us more and send us to someone else's house and pay us even more and we'll never to make come sure back. we didn't come yeah, back. Yeah, there was no bounce back. So it was, that, was, that was fun. It was a lot of fun. And it didn't matter if you could sing because the whole idea was to not really sound great. And so sometimes we'd all be singing a different song. Yeah, or, <laughs> or make up our own words. It was a super oh, lot was, of fun. It really was. I, I miss the crappy kick crappy Christmas caroling. That was just... I, I can't tell you how much fun that was, and it's something you could do. You could go with your friends and sing in front of other people's RVs at yeah. the campground. And why not? Just stay on the street, don't go on their site. Yeah, and just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just go singing through the campground. I bet you get a big gang of people that would I follow bet, you yeah, around and like go singing with you. Pied Piper or something. <laughs> right? All of a sudden, like everybody in the campground's walking around singing. That would that uh, could we, be a I, whole I lot of fun. I think we might actually have to try that this year. I think we might. <laughs> also, if you have a group, you can do the, uh, people call it White Elephant. It's got a lot of names. I've heard it called Dirty Santa, where you do like a gift exchange and things are wrapped and you don't know what they are. And then you pick a number and then you pick a gift and then you can trade or people can steal it from you. Or another version of that 
is the first time we saw it, it was called a Wabash Cannonball. Huh. And I don't remember if they had a special name for it for Christmas, but put a small gift in the middle and wrap it and then put something else on the outside of that and wrap it. And so it's layer after layer after layer of wrapped gifts until it's just this giant blob of gift. And then open it one at a time for a number of seconds wearing oven mitts. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever version of that works for you, but that's the way we played it the last time is, you know, you'd have 15 seconds or something, you'd have to put on oven mitts and see if you could get to the next layer and get a gift. And if not, then you had to pass it on. And that was super fun. Yeah. Again, another group game that just is a, is a blast. Right. And so you end up with some random stuff, but <laughs> it's just kind of a fun thing to do. Another thing is, you know, RVs make great screens. Well, some, not some. those swishy, swirly ones. Well, but right. <laughs> you could bring a projector and just watch Christmas movies. With you absolutely your could. Last campers. year, in fact, last year I was oh, in an online play. Right. And so we brought the projector, and someone had an old white shower curtain, and we hung that shower curtain off the awning and used the projector and watched. Actually, it was live, it, not live, but it was at a certain time on YouTube. So we had to get someone that had signal to hook up to the projector. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was a production, but we watched the Christmas play while we were in camp. So that was super fun. And But you could just take a DVD player and a DVD, so you wouldn't need that That's signal. True. But it's amazing how good the projectors have become yeah. nowadays. That might be a lot of fun. You know, okay, so that's going to bring me, you know, I write a daily RV review. Yes, and you one do. of the very coolest things I have seen in an RV, and I wish more people did this, but the Newell coach, which, you know, you got a spare two and a half million bucks sitting around, you oh, can yeah, get right you here. one. Where their windows are, there is a screen that comes down. So it's like a shade, but instead it's a projector screen and they put a projector up. On the inside or the outside? Well, the cool thing is it's translucent. So you could either watch it through the oh. window or you could watch it inside. And I mean, there's so many RVs where they have TVs nowadays, and this just makes so much more sense. Oh, this would travel a lot easier than yeah. a television, take up a lot less space. You could move it around. If I mean, the one in the Newell is in a fixed spot, but right. this, I mean, you could watch it from the outside. You could watch it inside. It's just, that's what you get for two and a half million bucks, yeah. innovation. So for people that don't know, there are a lot or all, I'm not sure what the answer, projectors will flip backwards. So if you have that kind of translucent screen, you can project backwards from behind. So if your projector is inside and your screen is translucent, you can sit outside with the projector showing backward. Yeah, and then so when you you're could, outside, you see it the right you way. You can make it so <laughs> the projector projects from what they call rear projection. So it's behind the screen or front projection where it's at, in front of the screen. You actually, you know, it's sitting there in the audience with so you. So what I was trying to say is if you go outside, you're not going to see everything backward. You can right, turn the yeah. projector. You can make the projector. Right. Reverse the image. The way the Newell does it is they put the audio over the house sound system, but if you have an, you know, your typical RV radio, a lot of times you can do that too. You can have the movie audio on your outdoor speakers too, so you mm, could have the projector right. inside. Now, also, we have a screen made out of spandex. We do. 
And that one will project from either rear projection or front projection. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) DJscreens.com. Actually, that shower curtain we used last year would probably work because it was sheer enough. But we didn't need to do that, so it didn't matter. (laughs) But gives me an idea. Puts ideas in my thinkomatic. All right. Mm. I think we're watching movies this weekend. We are watching movies. I have to remember to bring the projector. (laughs) All right. Well... That was it. It felt like it went really fast for me. (laughs) It was some fun things to do when you're at camp and it's Christmas and you're trying to keep yourself occupied. You know, and if you have (laughs) anything you'd like to add to that list. Yeah, I'd love to hear some more activities. Share on our Fun and Friendly Facebook group. Please. We'll post a list of these activities over there and then you can add if you have some. And we always appreciate that. Right. You guys are pretty awesome out there. People ask us how to get internet on the road. Campground Wi-Fi is more promise than deliver. And you want to be safe and secure. And Cell Phone Unlimited only goes for so long before you're throttled. Yeah, it's not really unlimited. But the FMCA is here to the rescue again. This time with their Tech Connect package for FMCA members. Tech Connect delivers truly unlimited internet with their partnership with Sprint using a 3G, 4G unlimited plan. And it's another great FMCA deal. For just $49.99 a month that you use it, plus a one-time equipment rental fee of $39.99. Best of all, it's month to month. So use it when you're on the road. Park it for just $13.99 a month when you're not. Upload your RV experiences, enjoy unlimited video chat, browse safely, and just enjoy the internet on the road without worrying about lousy campground Wi-Fi that's more stressful than stressless. This is another great reason to join FMCA, along with local chapters, get-togethers, a huge learning library, plus terrific deals on tires, in addition to other ways to save on tech, and so much more. And with our discount, you can join the FMCA and save $10 on your first year's membership. Just $79.99 when you go to our discounts and deals page on the Stressless Camping website. Get connected safely with us and the FMCA with FMCA's exclusive Tech Connect program and all the other reasons to be an FMCA member. Tech Connect is truly unlimited data, but data speeds might be slowed in very high traffic conditions. However, there is no data cap on your monthly usage. Wow. Wow. So that ad for FMCA Tech Connect, I wanted to let you know, I shot an unboxing video of our new, because, you know, the Tech Connect was a Sprint product and now it's a T-Mobile product. And I shot an unboxing of it the other day, which should be live on our YouTube channel by the time you hear this. The interesting thing is there have been some changes to the FMCA Tech Connect, including some limitations that weren't there before. So check out the video. We'll put a link to it in the show notes And you can see that. All right. So, you know, when Christmas comes around, what I think of is food, of course. (laughs) I think we all do. And I think of cookies and candy and sugar. But weirdly, for some reason, the three things that I like to make cookie wise at Christmas time, you know, I only make them at Christmas, but I don't know why, because they're absolutely not green and red or cinnamon or anything they're all peanut butter and chocolate i think that might be because you're married to me (laughs) well and i've always done this this has been for my whole adult life the three things that i make at christmas time are peanut butter and chocolate things Mm. i make those peanut butter cookies with the hershey's kiss in them yeah we need to 
make some of those. I know. I make, some people call them Buckeyes or peanut butter balls that are dipped in melted chocolate. We need to make some of those. (laughs) And the one thing that I did make this week is Cocoa Krispy Treats. And they're yep. really easy to make. They're not a cookie. You don't have to bake them. They're just, it's kind of like a Rice Krispie treat, but I'm not a big fan of marshmallow. So I make these with peanut butter and brown sugar and caro syrup. And so I don't have to fight myself over loving Rice Krispie treats, but not <laughs> loving marshmallow, which and is weird. And still half a pan in the <laughs> kitchen, but there won't be by the time you hear this. <laughs> right. <laughs> they go fast. But it's just funny to me that I have to bake at Christmas, but what I have to bake is all chocolate and peanut butter, which Makes every time I do it, I think, you know, I could do this any time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to wait for Christmas for these. I would like to offer... A gadget report this week. Last year for Christmas, Tony bought me something that someone in camp in November that we were camping with had and let me borrow, and I loved it. Well, because Peggy (laughs) runs cold. Because I'm always cold. Yeah. And so what she showed us and what Tony bought me is a it's a like a copper water bottle type of thing and you put hot water in it and then it has like a felt bag which is good because if you don't cover it in that bag it's really really hot (laughs) so you put the hot water into this little pot and put the bag around it and then just hold it and it radiates so much heat or you know set it on your legs or put it on your back or whatever I move it around but it is such a lovely little warming tool yeah, and very simple. It doesn't require any electricity. Right, nothing. Just boil some water and pour it in there. Hot water. You could get it out of your hot water heater. You could. <laughs> <laughs> I usually boil it like I'm going to make tea or something, so I make it nice and hot. But it stays hot for a really long time. And I found the Amazon link, and we will definitely link that in there. It's a great, simple, easy, wonderful little warmer. Sounds good. Well, this week, our RV of the week from RVTravel.com, as you may or may not know, I write a daily, even on Christmas, RV review. Gosh, a lot of people read that. And there's a lot of people who email me now with questions of, hey, would you, what do you think of this? And what do you think of that? And one of the things that I got this week was a reader who emailed in to RVTravel.com and said, what do you think of a specific Coleman model? Okay, so here's the thing. Coleman is built by Dutchman. Mm -hmm. Dutchman is owned by Keystone. Okay. Coleman is only available at Camping World. Mm -hmm. Now, I know some of you are already like your danders up as soon as I mention that retailer. (laughs) And that's what I told him. I said, you know, those Coleman trailers are only available at Camping World. And one of the things I try to advocate to people looking for any RV is to shop your dealer first. Mm-hmm. I am a big fan of small locally owned RV dealers, uh, small locally owned businesses of all sorts, right? but RV dealers as well with the understanding that they are more and more getting gobbled up and merged and, and all of that. And it's getting <laughs> tougher to find them, but right. they still are out there. So if you would like any of the Coleman products, Perhaps you might also consider the comparable Dutchman product because those are available at independent dealers and you don't have to go to Camping World. Now, I also understand there are Camping Worlds that do a great job. I I know there are. Like, you know, you get 
a whole bunch of anything, and some of them are great and some of them are not. So I don't want to disparage Camping World universally, but I do think that you should shop. You know, I'd guess that the level of service you experience from a local camping world depends on a lot of things, including how well they're able to find service techs, how good the manager is, on and on and on. Mm -hmm. Just know that that Coleman is available as a Dutchman, but more so when I was selling RVs, we had the Dutchman brand and we got the Cherokee brand and boy, the Cherokees just offered so much more than the Dutchman that we dropped Dutchman and got Cherokee instead. So those Coleman trailers are often what they call stick and tin, wood frame trailers with an aluminum skin. And if you're doing wood frame trailers with an aluminum skin, right now my favorites tend to be the Cherokees, just for what you get for your money. So I'll point a link to the article. And of course, if you're on our weekly email newsletter you get links to all the articles i wrote for rv travel each week so just something to look at all right last week our question of the week was about traditions and i asked if you had special traditions for the holidays and we had some great shares and we appreciate yeah. that and so as you know if you go to the stressless camping podcast facebook group You can share answers to our questions of the week. You can read answers. You can post questions, whatever. But I wanted to share some people's traditions with you. Brian said that every year the kids got new pajamas on Christmas Eve and they got to wear those (laughs) in the morning. And even now that they're in their 20s, they still enjoy that tradition, which I think is really cool. Yeah. I just wonder if they weren't as thrilled with the idea in their teens because you know teenagers <laughs> teenagers don't like anything so but now that they're in their 20s they still enjoy the tradition brenda had a great idea of not having a big dinner i think she said that her kids you know disperse to other family members and so her tradition is to not make a big dinner but to just have sandwiches and and take it easy on the day which Sounds great, because I know a lot of people run themselves ragged trying to make a big dinner for a family, so. (laughs) If you have leftovers for Thanksgiving, well, they're probably pretty old by (laughs) now. Probably not by now. Mickey, my girl Mickey, she said her favorite tradition is cookies, cookies, cookies. Yep. Sounds good to me, Mickey. (laughs) And Toby said that his tradition is overeating, (laughs) which is a tradition, I think, for a lot of us, right? (laughs) Some of us have spent a lifetime doing that. Cheryl said that she doesn't carry on this tradition, but that her mom used to put angel hair on the tree. I used to love that stuff, but wasn't it a big fire hazard? Uh, it was probably a fire hazard and messy. Whoosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cleaning it up. <laughs> no no fun. But I still dig it. It gave the Christmas tree a sparkliness. Right. So Cheryl went to full-time RV life this year. Yes, she did. So she is probably at this very moment developing her own Christmas traditions in yeah, her new Yeah, we're going to run into her and several others of you in Quartzsite right. coming up uh, in a few weeks here. Yikes. Yeah. Tom also said that they didn't have a whole lot of Christmas traditions, but their family, it's more about New Year's. So they have a lot of things that are very traditions that they do on New Year's. John has to work, and we hope yeah. this does not become a tradition. Yeah, I hope John doesn't have to work every year. John is related to us and has to work this year. And I told him that 
I hope that this does not become a tradition. I hope this is a one-time thing. Mine is having an advent calendar. I missed the advent calendar yeah, where you'd open it every year. I did not find one this year. I didn't and go to any stores. So. There's also this, I don't know, we called it like a candle angel thing where you light the candles and the angels spin around and ring these bells and it's like all dingle dingle and that just sounds like christmas to me right i love that and tony actually bought me one of those last year as well yep can't not have that (laughs) right so our family tradition was always after having breakfast and seeing what santa brought us was to go to my grandparents house and we all had our you know big family gifts and we had dinner and took naps and <laughs> and spent the whole day at my grandparents' house. And my mom and my aunts and uncles carried on that tradition. And now my siblings are starting to carry on that tradition now that they have grandkids. I think, you know, people just disperse out. And so I don't think that they spend as much time with my mom anymore because the grandkids, like I said, they're all parents now. So they've got extra families to yeah. visit and everything. So Not, not I my just... <laughs> family. We used to all gather at my Aunt Annie's house, and it was a huge big deal, and everybody would come. And after Aunt Annie passed away, everyone's like, eh, whatever. We're done. We're done. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So Tony and I, not having children, you know, our tradition, of course, is to go camping, yeah. and we have a great time with that. But on occasion, every five years or so, we go back to my family and have their tradition with them and go to the snow. big chaotic party in snow. There's, There's just no so many people. There. <laughs> There's so many people, and it's so much energy and so much fun, and we're exhausted by the <laughs> Yes, yeah. And did I mention the snow? <laughs> and, in, and very often in Denver, it snows, of course. So, yeah. Not my favorite type of thing. That's but why that's we go okay. to the coast. It rarely snows on the right? coast. Right? <laughs> doesn't snow at the beach. For this week, I would like to know what is your favorite way to keep warm? You know, I told you about my copper pot that keeps me warm. What is your favorite way to keep warm in camp? Uh, You can answer that on our Fun and Friendly Facebook group, which is linked all over our website. But, you know, look on Facebook for the Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group and that's where we'll be. And Tony, I think it's about time you give us a maintenance reminder. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a while. while. There's two this week. Okay. I would like to encourage you, if you're putting your camper away for the winter, I hope that you have checked all the seals. I mean, anywhere where there's a void in the surface. So along the roof, where the edges are, baggage doors, windows, all of that. And lights. Yeah, marker lights. Anywhere where there's a hole in the structure of the camper basically there is a seal around it and the camper companies all say every three months check those out so just want to encourage you to check make sure everything is not leaking and if you think that there is an issue to mitigate that with whatever it is suggested by the manufacturer to do so there's different materials for different campers and so check that also this is the time of year when these small furry critters, Ugh. yeah, Peggy's least favorite things, Ugh. are looking for a nice place to spend their winter. And I do not want that to be in my camper. No. And so we did an episode about the Grandpa Gus 
mouse repellent or rodent repellent and we still just really believe in that it works it has worked for us very well yes we have it in our vintage trailer we have it in our modern trailer i put it in places in the garage so i'll put a link to that but the grandpa gus rodent repellent is one of those things that just works well and smells good too yeah. at least to us humans right i absolutely love it it's basically peppermint and cinnamon some scents that i really really dig makes and sense so, <laughs> and so not only do I feel confident that we're not going to have an invasion, but I also really like the smell of the camper. Yeah, it's uh, it's a win-win. Yeah. Well, again, you can answer our questions of the week, ask your own questions, all of that on our fun and friendly Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group. Yeah. Find a link to that on our website or just look for us on Facebook. Also, while you're on our website, you can sign up to get our weekly newsletter. It's an absolutely free newsletter and we just send it to you once a week. And what we do is remind you about the podcast and anything that we hear around the RV world. We share things with you. Yeah. News, tips, tricks, whatever it is. We put that in the newsletter and send it directly to you once a week. And never share your information with anybody else because it's none of their doggone business. Right. So sign up at the bottom of any page of the website and we will start sending you our once a week newsletter. And also while you're on the website, head on over to that discounts and deals page. Yeah, it's discounts and deals on the things you'll need to turn your RV adventure into a stressless camping one. And if you've got a great deal for our audience, let us know. Right. And don't forget right now, right now. Right this minute now, <laughs> before the end of 2021, you can save even more on your Harvest Host membership. Yep, that's for sure. Of course, we're in all the social places, but you can always start at StresslessCamping.com and then from there, jump off to wherever you enjoy social stuff. And you can listen to the podcast on the website or you can listen to the podcast on any podcast app that you like. Yeah. In fact, Spotify now is allowing for reviews on Spotify. And of course, Apple podcasts have had that for a long time. And the reviews just mean the world to us. They do. So thank you so much. It helps those podcast places tell others about us. The more that that happens, the more listeners we get, the more people that are willing to come on and talk to us and, Absolutely. and be our guests. Well, with all of that, we really appreciate your listening. We appreciate the year we've had here with you. And we absolutely wish you happy Merry Camping. We hope you learned a lot, had some fun, and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure. And we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping!